What is up, y'all? Welcome back to The Fitness Files. I am Megan, and right now we are sitting in that weird time of the year. And for those of you who know exactly what I'm talking about, you're going to know it is that strange week between Christmas and New Year's where time both feels very weird and strange, but it also passes so quickly and you blink and all of a sudden we're sitting smack dab in the middle of a new year and we're right back into our regular routines where holiday festivities and all of those other shenanigans are no longer affecting our day-to-day life. So if you're right there with me and you're feeling like this strange absurd feeling of like I should be being productive but yet I'm really savoring this week where I want to bask in my laziness and in my books and in my post-holiday bliss then enjoy it. Um, A lot of times we feel like this pressure right to finish the holiday and get right back into things and get right back into being productive and, you know, cleaning up after the holiday and, you know, starting all of these new initiatives and preparing your house to be ready um, for the new year. And I used to find myself in that place as well, where I felt like, okay, Christmas is over and my house is a disaster and all of the things that I was like frantically preparing for in my, you know, Christmas bliss, or, you know, for those of you who know, my Christmas not bliss. Um, but all of those preparations, like, they end as quickly as they started. And so I felt like this giant pressure of, okay, now I have to get back into it. Um, and, and whatever that it like might be, right, like, it might just be getting back into your routine. It might be getting back into, you know, your regular habits or just getting your house put back into normal. But like that pressure that we put on ourselves to do those things on that timeline is so, you know, like so antiquated and so back in the day, like there's no need, right? Like there is no need. So I'm urging all of you to just enjoy whatever that means for you in this week. Enjoy it. If that means sitting on your couch with your coffee and your Netflix or sitting on your couch and you you have a a good new book that you want to read and get lost in, do it. The mess, the routine, all of those things, guess what, y'all? It will be there when you're ready to get back into it. Maybe that's tomorrow. Maybe that's next week. Maybe that's next month. I don't fucking know. But whenever it is, it's going to be there waiting for you. So in this time that you've spent frantically trying to prepare your life and your house and your everything to make other people around you happy in this holiday season, enjoy this week to make yourself happy, however that looks. Um, So for me personally, I just spent the past week um, vacillating between fighting off a sinus infection and being like horrendously 
contagious, wrong, congested, horrendously congested, not contagious, no worries. Um, and kind of sort of like preparing for Christmas and making sure that I had all the things done in just a very no pressure way. And honestly, this was the first year that I did not put any pressure on myself to have a perfect Christmas for my kids or my family or anyone. And man, taking that pressure off of myself and allowing myself to admit publicly out loud how much I fucking hate Christmas and allowing myself to just accept that things were going to work out the way they were was incredibly blissful. And it was actually one of the first Christmases that I sat on Christmas morning, drinking my coffee, watching my kids open their gifts. And I just felt content and at peace. And it had been a long ass time since I felt that feeling. And part of it, honestly, I know comes back to the fact that I was just honest and authentic in the sense that Christmas doesn't give me the joyful holiday tingles that it gives a lot of people. And saying that out loud and admitting that and being okay with that was just very freeing. But it's also over now. And that feels freeing as well. Um, Of course, there's a little tiny snippet of me that feels sad. And that's not because Christmas is over. That's because my Christmas vacation is halfway over and I'm about to be back into it. And that's just a total love-hate relationship, right? Like, I love what I do on a day-to-day basis, and I love school, and I love the hustle and bustle, but I also really love being home, which is why I'm a teacher, right? Like, you get all the perks, and you deal with all the stress and the shenanigans um, from August to May, and then you get to relish in those breaks and those times off where you don't have to worry about it. That is a side note for another day. Anyway, I hope that you are listening and you are, too, feeling a sense of joy and peace, Um, maybe a little bit of relief that the holidays are over in terms of Christmas. Maybe you had an amazing Christmas, and I truly hope that if you celebrate, it was everything that you wanted it to be, whatever that looked like. And if you don't celebrate, I hope you had the most amazing, restful, relaxful weekend and put yourself first for that moment. But now I wanted to pop into your feed on this glorious Cycling Tuesday. My cyclist, what's up? I'm so excited. Um, But I just wanted to pop into your feed and I wanted to drop some reminders on you. With New Year's upon us, This is prime time that a lot of people feel really good and really confident in making some changes for their lives. Um, And you know, you see this a lot, a lot of New Year's resolutions. And I'm a big goal setter. I love goals. I don't always hit them. That's okay. I've learned to be okay with that. Um, But for some people, setting a goal and starting a New Year's resolution is the most prime time for them to start this journey or start this challenge for themselves. The new year comes in and they feel like it's a fresh start and it's a fresh opportunity to change or to start something new or to add something into their life or to set a new goal that they want to work on for the new year. And with that comes a lot of diet culture, bullshit, BS, 
and predatory behavior from a lot of people in the fitness industry. And I wanted to talk about why that shit is whack and how we are not going to fall prey for those things this year. Because probably the most popular goal that people set for a new year resolution is to lose weight or to get healthier. So with that, right, comes a lot of just predatory shit. And I've spent maybe 15 minutes on social media this morning. And the amount of ads that have been targeted toward me about diet culture bullshit and the amount of people in the fitness industry, yes, even people in my fitness industry, in my circle, that are already preying on this idea just really made me sick. Because ultimately, y'all, remember that these people are trying to make a buck right? They are making money. And of course, I am in the fitness industry. And yes, I make like, you know, a tiny little snippet of money too. Um, But if you've noticed, or if you know, or if you talk to me, I'm not even taking any personal training clients right now. Um, My life is just too full. I can't really commit to giving people the best of my ability and my time right now. And so really, the only sphere of influence I have right now is A, through this podcast, and B, if you join me in any of my classes, you get to experience my crazy and my shenanigans. So shout out to you if that's you. But what tends to happen is that all of a sudden, everybody and their mama is rolling out some new January promotion, some new product to buy, some new bullshit detox, some new bullshit workout plan that they are marketing to people who are trying to start their new year fresh. And I just want you to take a time out for a second before you allow yourself to fall prey to those things and really evaluate that fitness person, that diet industries person's interests. Are you in their best interest? Is this product something that is really going to help you be a stronger, healthier, better version of yourself. And really sit in that and think before you spend your hard-earned money on any of this shit. Because y'all, there's no amount of special skinny tea or special detox that you can drink that is going to give you instant results that are going to be long lasting and that are going to be healthy and that are going to help you fix your relationship with whatever it is you need to fix your relationship with, whether that's your relationship with food or your relationship with your own body image or your relationship with movement or your relationship with all three, right? There is no amount of money you can spend to fix those things with a supplement. What can fix those things is a therapist (laughs) or some hard self-truth with yourself, giving yourself a little bit of tough love, acknowledging maybe some of the traumas that you've walked through that have put you in this mental place where you might be right now. And of course, finding something that brings you joy that you can add to your life. 
right now, the fitness industry is looking at people who are looking to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, and they are seeing dollar signs. And I just don't want you to become a dollar sign in their eyes because you're not, because you're so much more than that. And I briefly touched on this. If you caught my Instagram stories yesterday, because you are perfect the way you are right now, the way you woke up this morning and you rolled your happy ass out of bed. And if you're like me, my back was achy, my joints were stiff. I needed some coffee immediately. Um, But you rolled up and you woke up out of bed this morning and you're breathing and you're alive and you are perfect in the moment that you are. And we all have room in our lives for growth and for improvement. But that doesn't mean weight loss. And that doesn't mean you have to do any of those things to get there. So don't feel pressure as we enter into 2023 to feel the need to start this new weight loss journey or start this new supplement or start this new program. Don't fall into the pressure. Really evaluate what you want out of your new year. Do you want to be stronger? Okay, well then maybe consider investing in trying a strength training class. Or maybe consider investing in a personal trainer who's going to be able to guide you in that direction. Do you want to be healthier? Well, maybe let's start looking at our choices that we're making on a daily basis and looking at, are we fueling our body with nutritious foods? Are we getting enough sleep? How are our vitamins? When's the last time we've been to the doctor for a general blood work and checkup? Are we drinking our water? Are we moving our body at all? Are we putting ourselves first or are we putting everyone else before our own selves? Those are all things to evaluate also when we're thinking about health. Health is not just that number on the scale. And I'm going to keep saying that until I'm blue in the face because there are too many people out there in the world who are saying the opposite thing. And those naysayers' voices are loud and they have money behind them. And that's why right now you're seeing an increase for Weight Watchers ads. You're seeing people on Facebook selling their detox, selling their weight loss programs, selling their training services. And P.S., some of these people aren't even certified trainers or certified nutritionists. You see people selling their meal plans that are total bullshit, that have you eating 1,200 calories or fasting or doing all of the things that, y'all, you don't need to do. And I, four years ago, found myself in these very shoes. It was the day after Christmas, and I was sitting in this feeling of disgust about myself. And I was staring at this photo of me and my youngest son in front of a Christmas tree, and I couldn't believe what I had allowed myself to become. And in that moment, in that photo, I hated myself. And I remember sitting on the couch, staring at my phone, staring at this photo that I had asked my husband to take. And in my head, I remember saying like, this is why I don't take any pictures of myself. And I remember saying like, how did I let myself get here? And I I didn't know. I didn't know how I had gone 
from where I had been to this 210 pound version of myself. And it wasn't even just the weight, right? Like it wasn't even just the weight gain that had surrounded me with this disappointment. But worse than that, it was just this total look in my eyes. And I felt when I looked in that picture, I could see into my soul. And I just saw someone that I didn't even recognize anymore because I didn't know who I was. And so in that very moment, I decided, okay, I cannot continue like this. I am not going to go into another new year and allow myself to just continue on the same path. I can't because I'm killing myself. I'm killing myself. I'm killing myself slowly. I've already started killing my insides. I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't even have an identity anymore. And it was in that moment that I made a resolution to myself. Yes, a New Year's resolution that I was going to lose weight and I was going to get healthier. And that was it. And that was. Christmas 2019, and that was when I really started on this journey of figuring out who the fuck I was, and of course, I would pick, you know, the weirdest time in my life, like, you know, just a few short months later, COVID hits, and the world shuts down, and everything was stacked against me to fail again, like I had so many times before, and in that moment on the 19th of, I'm sorry, of 2019, I didn't know what that meant for myself. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to make those changes. I didn't know where to even start. I was so overwhelmed. And of course, the first thing that we do when we're overwhelmed is we hit the internet and we start doing our own research and we start looking into, you know, what can we do and how can we make these changes And as I'm diving into this research and I'm looking at all of these things, the first thing that I, you know, kept stumbling upon was keto. And I was like, you know what? Keto, as so many people are doing keto and they're all losing weight. And oh my gosh, I'm going to do keto too. And so I start to research how to do keto. And then as I'm researching keto, of course, I start getting hit by all of these ads of like, oh, here are some keto vitamins and here's some skinny tea some skinny mint tea and all of these things and I'm like okay and I bought them and I bought them all I'm like yes I am going to do this oh look a fat burner and I bought it oh I'm gonna take this fat burner and I'm not going to eat any carbs because carbs are bad carbs are the devil and I'm gonna drink this tea and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to feel better and I'm going to love myself after I've done so. And of course, that didn't happen, right? Like, I started taking these fat burners that I had bought off the internet because an ad popped up and there are all these reviews about how they work so well and I lost 20 pounds and blah, 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 a bunch of other bullshit, right? And I felt like shit taking, taking these fat burners. And then I stopped eating carbs and I was just to be quite honest, for the first two weeks, feeling amazing. And I dropped a couple pounds. So like that reinforced this idea in my head, like this is working. And then I got hit by the keto flu, right? And if you haven't ever looked into keto and you don't really know anything about keto, 
when your body finally starts to go into ketosis, you can actually start to feel like shit. Um, because unless you have health reasons to try to put your body into ketosis, that's what it's supposed to do. Because our body needs carbs for energy. And of course, while I'm doing all of these things, I also was um, working out and pushing myself and, you know, forcing myself to do an hour of cardio every day. And I was also trying different classes at the gym. And all of that is to say that obviously it didn't work out, right? And so I did lose a couple of pounds and that did jumpstart me feeling, okay, I'm doing this. And then my birthday rolled around at the end of January. And shout out to my Aquariuses. Ooh, ooh. Um, but I went like carb overload. I'm like, yes, it is my birthday. I'm eating all the carbs. I'm eating everything. And of course, because what happens when we tend to give back some nutrients that our body has been depleted of to our bodies while well, they're like, oh shit, here's some carbs again. I'm going to hold on to these carbs in this body. Um, and we're going to keep these because I don't know when this bitch is going to give us some more. So of course what happened is the scale went up. And so those four pounds that I had spent weeks trying to lose, all of a sudden on the scale, it says I'm up four pounds again. Well, here I am four years later, and I know, obviously, that I wasn't really up four pounds of fat on the scale. But in that damn moment, you better believe that I was devastated. I thought, oh my gosh, I've been working so hard for a whole month, right? Like a whole month has gone by, and I've been working so hard, and I did away with all my progress. You and I both know that that's bullshit. If you've listened to anything I've said, you and I both know but that's just total and utter bullshit. But because I didn't understand my body and I didn't understand how different, you know, functions in our body worked and how that number on the scale fluctuates. And I was weighing myself every Saturday morning, like clockwork before I went to my small group training class on Saturdays, I was devastated. And so in that devastation, I decided, okay, well, you know what? That means keto doesn't work. And I fell into the next prey and I started buying detox waters, gallons of detoxes, and I started doing Weight Watchers. And I thought, okay, this is going to work. This is going to work. This is it. This is the one. And so every single day I would drink this gallon of detox and I would painstakingly count all of my points or Weight Watchers, and they only got 21 points a day. So if you know anything about Weight Watchers, you get points per day based on your weight. And each food has a point value. And some foods are zero point foods, so you can eat as many of them, you know, in moderation as you want. And then other points, other foods have points. Um, but I was finding myself starving. And I would hit those 21 points a day and I would be out of points for the day. And I was fucking miserable because I was still hungry, because I wasn't eating enough, because I wasn't fueling my body enough. And guess what? The scale still wasn't going anywhere, still wasn't moving down in the direction I wanted. Um, but my workouts were staying consistent. And so what I didn't know at the time was 
no, the scale wasn't trending in a downward direction, but my body was recompositioning and it was changing a lot, but I didn't know anything about that once again. So in my mind, once again, I'm like, oh, this shit isn't working. Okay, let me try something else. And so as you can see, I just kept falling victim to whatever I thought was going to get me to my goal the quickest. And I wasn't even giving myself a chance to do things in the right way. And I didn't have any knowledge or research or science behind the things I was doing because I just wanted results. And a lot of times when people set New Year's resolutions, that's what happens, y'all. We just want results. And that's where those diet companies, those fitness people swoop in and they promise you results. And so what do we do? We give them our money because we're desperate and they're capitalizing on that desperation. And it's not to say that there aren't people out there who are not doing that, right? There are plenty of people in the fitness world and the diet world, quote unquote, who are not doing that, who truly do want to help you. But there are also a lot of people out there who don't know shit about fuck, and I will say it, and they're out here training people and giving people nutrition advice and meal advice, and y'all, they don't have the expertise or the knowledge or the certifications behind them to do so. And so before you fall into this category of people, I've been there. I've done it for you already, all right? You might have already done it as well yourself. Just stop and pause and think for a moment and ask yourself, like, well, what is this person, what is this company's motivation? Why do they want so badly for me to start 2023, new year, new me? Why do they want it? What do they want from me? And if you cannot truly identify that the product or the company or the person has certifications and science and research and true good motivations behind them, I'm begging you, y'all, don't give these people your money. Don't fall prey and victim into believing that in order for you to have a good 2023, you need to be new or better because you don't. Right now in this moment, it is December 27th, 2022, and you woke up today and you're listening to this podcast, whenever you might be listening to this podcast. And I want you to know, you are perfect as you are. And until you can love yourself and appreciate all of the things that you can do, until you can recognize that the skinniest version of yourself is not always the best version of yourself. And that your health should be your guiding factor. And that's just not your physical health. I'm talking mental health. Until we are mentally healthy people who can love ourselves, who can appreciate the things that we can do, who can allow ourselves to heal the parts of us who need healing, who can allow ourselves to appreciate the parts of ourselves that need appreciating. It doesn't matter how hard you work 
to be that skinniest version of yourself. Because one day you're going to wake up and you might be skinnier, you might be stronger, but the person on the inside is still the same. And I didn't get that. I didn't understand that I might be able to change my physical body. I might be in a smaller pant size. The number on the scale might reflect a smaller number. But when I looked into the mirror, I still saw that sad, depressed, overweight woman who didn't even know who she was because I hadn't fixed myself inside yet. I hadn't healed myself inside yet. And that's not something that you can buy a skinny tea for or detox. Like there is no mental health detox. There's no special pill that you could take that will make you love yourself. And honestly, it's a journey to get there. So if there's any journey that you're thinking about taking, in 2023, I'm begging you to take the journey to figure out who you really are, to love and appreciate yourself, who you are, and to find out what truly makes you happy and fulfilled on a day-to-day basis. As women, as mothers or wives or partners or spouses, As employees, we so often have been taught and ingrained that everybody else and everything else needs to come before ourselves. For so long, I spent so much time and energy pushing myself down into a box and ignoring what I needed and who I really was because I was so caught up in needing to be the best the best mom, the best wife, the best teacher, the best daughter, the best sister. And guess what, y'all? In the times that I was spending forcing myself into this box and trying to be the best, I wasn't being the best at shit. Like, I wasn't. And if you're right there with me, just know there is no box that you need to shove yourself into. So instead of a new year, new me, in 2023, I want you to start 2023 figuring out who you are and embracing that woman and stop being scared to truly allow yourself to grow and blossom and bloom into the woman that you are. You are beautiful and you are smart and you are perfect and you are intelligent and you are all the things. And sometimes the hardest journey is to let yourself become that version of yourself and to stop being scared and recognizing like along the way, yes, you, you are going to lose people. People aren't going to understand. People aren't going to be able to immediately accept who you are if you're changing to allow your true self to come out. People might have a hard time with you setting boundaries or saying no or prioritizing yourself because sometimes when you finally realize that those are the things you need to do, people struggle 
because for so long you've allowed yourself to be their whipping boy. And when you stop being that person, people struggle. And along the way, you might lose some people who weren't really your people to begin with. People might have a hard time encouraging you to shine. People might see your shining as intimidation or as a challenge. And you might realize that people who you thought were in your corner aren't actually in your corner at all. And those are all growing pains that happen. And those are all okay. So 2023 is coming up and we're walking into this new year with our heads held high and allowing ourselves to be the best versions of ourselves. And let's start today because why not? What do we have to lose? As always, y'all, keep killing it. Keep crushing your goals. Keep shining. Be who you are. You are beautiful. You are perfect. And I am so proud that you chose to listen to this podcast today. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Fitness Files. I appreciate each and every time that you listen, that you share this podcast, or that you engage with me on any of my socials. Please, if you liked this episode today, share with a friend leave a review, leave a rating. And if you have something that you want to let me know, if you want to chat with me about, or you'd like to hear me talk about, please find me on Instagram at Megan Me Sweat. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say, any feedback that you have. I cannot wait to talk with you soon. Keep killing it. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I'll catch y'all later.